Here's why the Securities and Exchange Commission never classified EFA as a security. In 2018, former Securities and Exchange Commission Director William Hinman famously opined that Ethereum, as it existed then, wasn't a security. For years, that speech caused confusion about the securities classification of thousands of other initial coin offerings. Legions of securities lawyers were shocked at Hinman's conclusion. The New York Attorney General believes EFA is a security. Even Securities and Exchange Commission Chair Gary Gensler disagreed. Eventually, the truth came out. Hinman had a financial conflict of interest when he gave that speech. He was making millions of dollars from a pro-Ethereum entity at the time. Before he became chairman of the commission, Professor Gary Gensler explained to students in a 2018 MIT course, quote, In my opinion, Ethereum passed the Howey test, and that means that it would be considered a security, end quote. He continued, quote, I don't even think there's much doubt what this was in 2014 when they raised the $18 million, end quote. Still, industry insiders accused the Commission of failing to provide clear guidance or send fair notice to issuers of digital assets that they might qualify as securities. Instead of categorising thousands of ICOs explicitly, the Commission has chosen to explain its determinations in civil lawsuits, slowly on a case-by-case basis. Although the Commission has classified some of the largest ICOs as securities offerings, like XRP, TRX and TUN, it has avoided classifying EFA. No financial harm, no reason to sue. Not only is there no basis for financial harm from ICO investors, Ethereum also enjoys one of the most populous fan bases in the crypto industry. Millions of US constituents support Ethereum. Nevertheless, some aspects of Ethereum are worryingly similar to an investment contract, a type of security. For example, Vitalik Buterin explicitly told investors that he was hoping for the price of Ether to quintruple during an interview at the 2014 Texas Bitcoin conference. Ethereum's ICO raised approximately $18 million worth of Bitcoin in 2014. Promising investment returns is a hallmark of a securities offering. After MasterCoin's MSC initial rally, its price eventually collapsed to nearly $0. In contrast, Ether has rallied consistently over the years. So, because Ethereum ICO investors haven't experienced financial harm as a result of their investment, no one has successfully challenged the securities classification of Ethereum's ICO in a civil lawsuit. Similarly, Congress charged the Commission with protecting investors. With no harm involved with Ethereum's ICO, commissioners chose to focus on other enforcement targets. As the years passed and the price of Ether increased, the statute of limitations expired. Nevertheless, questions about Ethereum's present-day securities classification remain. In particular, the Commission Chairman Gary Gensler has loudly warned of the risks of Ethereum's transition to proof-of-stake as heightening its securities likeness. On a related matter, all five commissioners have agreed to sue Ethereum staking services like Kraken. New York Attorney General believes Ether is a security. Although not a securities regulator, the New York Attorney General oversees conduct in Wall Street, the world's largest financial centre. In her lawsuit against KuCoin, New York Attorney General Letitia James explained her designation of EFA as a security. New York's chief lawyer alleged KuCoin failed to register as a broker-dealer in securities like EFA and falsely represented itself as a compliant exchange. New York Attorney General classified EFA, Luna and Terra as alleged securities. 
The Commission agrees with at least two of those designations, Luna and Terra, and hasn't classified Ether. The New York Attorney General explicitly acknowledged that a lawsuit is the first time a major regulator had classified Ether as a security in court. She called Ether a, quote, speculative asset that relies on the efforts of third-party developers in order to provide profit to the holders of Ether, end quote. James also alleged KuCoin sold unregistered securities through KuCoin Earn, a product that allowed users to earn interest on digital asset deposits. She alleged KuCoin failed to register as a securities and commodities broker in New York before launching its Earn product. The lawsuit seeks to block KuCoin from operating in New York until it can comply with state regulations. It also asks that KuCoin stops misrepresenting that it's an exchange and implements geo-blocking based on IP address and GPS-based location. Even if the initial coin offering passed Howey, would Ether today pass Howey? Whether Ether is a security has been a matter of debate that hinges on whether its promoters have passed the four prongs of the US Supreme Court's Howey test. It specifies that an offering is likely a type of securities offering, known as an investment contract, if purchasers invest money into a common enterprise with a reasonable expectation of profit to be derived from the efforts of others. It's possible that Ethereum's ICO passed the Howey test, but the statute of limitations for a commission lawsuit has expired on 2014 events. On the other hand, it's possible that Ether today, with its proof-of-stake yield and various other financial qualities, could pass the Howey test. Only a US court ruling on a Securities and Exchange Commission lawsuit would settle this question. Got a tip? Send us an email or Proton Mail. For more informed news, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Blue Sky and Google News, or subscribe to our YouTube channel.